Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi guys, Johnny Herbert here, live from the Jeddah paddock, bringing you a special post-quality lift the lid. Uh, just a short one. But here are my thoughts on qualifying today. So, what are my thoughts? Well, first of all, I have to sort of say sorry for the delay of getting this thing out. Because I was about to about to do it and I was just going up some stairs and behind me I get a tap on the on my back, turn around, McAkinen's there, drags me off into a little sort of hospitality unit, and we have a couple of tea together and have a little bit of a chat about the old day. So it's taken me a little bit longer to get this out. Then uh, I wanted it to, but blame Mika Hakkinen for that one. Well, I am anyway. So let's go on to the qualifying. Interesting, eh? That things can sort of go a little bit pear-shaped even for someone who's who's on a on a bit of a run after sort of dominating the last the last race. Max Verstappen, you know, just been quick all the way through, which has been brilliant to see. Um, throughout the uh, the weekend so far. Um, and then it all goes a bit pear-shaped, doesn't it? It's looking as if he's going to sort of get that pole position quite easy, like he sh- should have got it last year after hitting the, the wall coming out of the last turn. But this time it seems as if it's a drive shaft uh, that uh, Christian Horner's uh, told us all about. So that's going to be interesting to see what he will do because we know that car was very quick in race trim, but he's down in 15th. Um... And that's going to be interesting for us. It's going to be fascinating to see him sort of come through. He's going to be as aggressive as he always is. But he's got a few issues that he needs to uh, sort of um, get past, let's say. But I'll come to those in a minute. But very happy for Sergio Perez to get that pole position. You know, he really did sort of get everything out of that Red Bull, I think. And uh, it's great for him to get that uh, pole position uh, once again here in, in Jeddah. But... I'm really happy with the performance of Charlie Clerk and that Ferrari. You know, one and a half tenths slower. That was uh, 
very impressive from uh, from Ferrari because the gap was a little bit bigger um, last time out as we saw in Bahrain. Yes, a different type of circuit, but I'm glad to see the performance was there because that's exactly what we've we've been hoping for that someone would be able to just push that Red Bull that little bit more. Yes, we didn't get Max to sort of show us what he, he, he could have done, but I think overall that's still really good for Ferrari. Disappointing, of course, he gets that penalty down in down into 12th. Um, and he's going to be one of those problems for Max because I think that Ferrari, I feel, I hope I'm right, that I feel that's going to be, he's going to be very, very, very good tomorrow. I think the pace of that Ferrari looked uh, pretty good the other day. I saw some Ferrari guys earlier on and they were quite, quite chirpy, quite sort of happy, although they were disappointed with that penalty but they were actually happy with the the performance so so that'd be good to see exactly what Max and Charlie's able to do but because with everything that was going on with those two it's Fernando Alonso who's benefited and I'm, I think the gap is something I'm sure he's he still wants that to come down but it doesn't matter today because he's on the front row and we saw in Bahrain okay he didn't have the best of qualifying after sort of showing us all his speed like he did actually all the way through sort of FP1, FP2, FP3. You know, he was always there or thereabouts, but then in qualifying, ugh, not quite quite there like it had been showing. But he showed race pace, didn't he, in uh, Bahrain. So I do not see any reason why they're not going to do exactly the same thing this time around. And what's going to be fascinating uh, tomorrow going into that first corner is who's going to get off the line. And one man is going to be very, very hungry to, to do that. And I think that's the man starting, starting second. And he's going to be very interesting to watch and just see. His reaction times are still very, very fast. So I, I expect him to be pretty much sort of aiming to take that lead going into turn one. But we know Sergio can be very good off the start. But we also have seen where he can be, you know, susceptible for uh, the overtake, uh, especially on the sort of the, the first corner, first lap, uh, as, as we may remember last year. Um, but that was sort of after sort of a, another few issues a little bit later in the race. But he got off the line very good. So, but I've seen it before. Um, but Fernando would be very, very um, um, aggressive, I'm sure, going it down to turn one. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Aston Martin, I reckon, has got the pace to probably take it tomorrow. It's going to be tough. It's going to be all perfect. Pit stops and everything else. Time management, of course, as it always has been for many, many a year. Uh, but Fernando's a wily old fox. A load of experience. And I think he'll be able to possibly deliver a, an early surprise in this uh, 2023 season. Uh, third place, George Russell. Mr. Saturday, eh? does it again. Great performance from, from George. And yeah, yeah, again, he's sort of moved up a couple of places because of Charles and Max. But again, he's out-qualified his teammate, who we'll come to in a minute. But great performance for him. Um, get on that second row. You never know with that, with that Mercedes. It's, it, there's been so many stories, hasn't there, about... The performance of that car and whether what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, where they're going to go with the next sort of um, car design because they feel that this car is just not working. But overall, good performance. Still a big gap, obviously, to the to the to the pole position, but you know, still within a you know a, a distance of of having a, maybe a good race because the race pace sometimes does work with that car. Um, but will it be enough tomorrow? We're going to have to wait and see because he's got Carlos Sainz next to him. And that's going to be a tough one for him. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, because we know that Ferrari is very, very quick. And, and Carlos, we know, can be very, very 
um, consistent during a race. He's always got great great race pace. Um, so for George, I think that Ferrari's going to be quite a, a difficult one to keep at bay. It's all to be down to the, that drive down to the first corner, as it always is. Um, <clears throat> do, can, can he attack Sergio Fernando, Carlos, or George even? Not sure. Don't sort of feel that's the, they're quite quite there at the at the present time. But let's see what let's see what happens tomorrow. Because you never know. We've seen it so many times, haven't we? Where things that you don't expect unexpectedly happen. <laughs> so so let's wait and see. Uh, Stroll, really good performance for him actually. You know he's still bruised and battered. You know you don't heal that quickly after everything that he's gone gone through. So another great performance from Aston Martin. Uh, in fifth, uh, so looking forward to what he can do tomorrow because he's always been a good racer, I've always felt. So it'd be good to see what exactly he's able to do from that fifth fifth place. Not too far behind his teammates, so I think that would be quite pleasing uh, for for uh, Lance. So good for Aston Martin. Esteban Ocon, there you go, he's done it again. Another good qualifying for that Alpine. So looking forward to again... Well, I'm looking forward to actually seeing if what they can actually achieve this time around after all the issues that they had last time around in Bahrain. So Esteban, obviously, it's got to be a perfect, a perfect start. Um, not get himself in any sort of difficulties, not damaging the car, and not having an early pit stop that sort of caused the whole sort of issues that they had um, <clears throat> throughout Bahrain. But the performance of the car looks very good. Looks very nice on track, actually. I was quite lucky to get sort of a high view going into turn one, turn two. Looks very, very um, stable um, and seems to be quite reactive, which is which is pretty good. So it'd be interesting to see what Esteban will be able to do tomorrow. Lewis Hamilton, uh, I'm sure he's very disappointed because being behind George um, is going to, always going to be a frustrating for any driver. Doesn't matter if you've won a championship or two or seven. Uh, like Lewis has, but we always know his race pace is always going to be very strong, like like we saw once again in Bahrain. So it'd be interesting to see what he's going to be able to do. But it's, of course, it's quite tight uh, between sort of George and, and Lewis and maybe uh, the man behind him who we'll come to in a minute. But, you know, we'll see that Mercedes, if that Mercedes can actually do the job uh, tomorrow. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a very interesting first lap or two, I think. Um, let's go behind Lewis. That's lovely. That's so nice to see, isn't it? Oscar Piastri in McLaren getting in themselves in that top 10 in eighth place. Really, really happy for him after the disappointment of him not getting a chance to sort of show what he could do in, in Bahrain. Because he, he was doing very well, I think, as I said before, um, um, against his, his teammate Landon Norris, who had a bit of a bit of a mare today, didn't he? So he's obviously a little bit... Uh, further down Lando not really much to say about him to be perfectly honest because it was a bit of a shame but uh, yeah brilliant for Piastri going to be great for his confidence going to be great for the confidence of McLaren to be perfectly honest because that's a really good showing in his uh, in his uh, <coughs> second Grand Prix so great for him great for McLaren as I said Pierre Gasly second of those Alpines that's good for them really happy that they've got both those cars in the top 10 Pierre improvement over last time out Closer, I think, to his teammate, I would say. Um, so that, that Alpine looks as if it's getting sort of, you know, they, both drivers are getting some good things out of it. So that's really good from a constructor's point of view, obviously, but really good for for Pierre uh, as well. And then Nico Hulkenberg again, wonderful in 10th. You know, another great uh, qualifying performance like we saw in um, 
in Bahrain. But the car looks good in, in sort of low, low fuel trim. It looked really sort of alive on the circuit. Yeah, okay, not as quick as the guys sort of, you know, ahead of him, but even so, really looking comfortable in the car. Um, so I think he'd be very happy. Of course, he's head of his teammate, who we'll come to in a minute, uh, which is really good. And then behind him, Joe Granieu. Uh, be happy with that. Just outside the top ten, which is which is a great performance from from him. So that'd be interesting um, <clears throat> if there's any chance of them getting points. Good chance, I suppose, when you start as close as that top ten. But you need it to go perfect. A few people sort of obviously to drop out. R- raw pace. Mm, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. We 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 have said it before. Where sort of the Hass sort of loses a little bit of race pace compared to its qualifying pace, but let's see what happens tomorrow because obviously they've, I'm sure they've done a lot of work since uh, since Bahrain. Charles Leclerc down in 12th, uh, as we've said. looking Really looking forward to this because that Ferrari, I have to say, looked really, really good on the track. Um, <clears throat> really good at the back end. Uh, the traction looked pretty, pretty good. Not quite as good as a Red Bull, but pretty good all, all the same. So that'd be interesting to see if he's going to be able to come through. And we've seen him race very well from these lowly positions in the past. Kevin Magnussen, 13th, um, obviously with Hulk in 10th. Kevin, I'm sure, will be a little bit sort of myth that his teammates ahead of him once again, but races well, races hard. That first lap will be very important for him to sort of take take himself into that top 10. So I think the, the start will be very important for him. Uh, Valtteri, 14th. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see exactly what Valtteri can do. Probably be a bit disappointed in that, I would have. I would have thought, to be perfectly honest, but uh, the Alpha looks okay. I wouldn't say anything sort of particularly sort of noticeably bad or even good, uh, to be honest. But uh, yeah, he'd be disappointed with 14th. Then we got Max. That car just looks so good, and he just looks so so comfortable in it. But the traction it's got just looks so 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 good. I have to say, coming out of turn one where I was where I was watching, just looks so so nice uh, to watch. Um, that's probably more from Sergio, but if that's the case, that would have been Max. So it'd be great to see him battle his way through. It'd be a tough nut to uh, to try to stop passing you that's for sure but the further up he gets of course that's where it always becomes more difficult and someone like I don't know Lewis has been difficult uh, for some drivers in the past he's always a hard one to pass so there's going to be sort of time lost for Charles and Max who are trying to sort of work their way through and then you get to Esteban and he's always damn difficult as well he's as in Stroll as in Saints as in possibly George. So, so there's quite a few ones, few guys there. But Esteban and Stroll uh, and, and Lewis, as I said. Piastri be inter- actually, Piastri would be interested to see what he's like with with racing these experienced F1 boys. So this is where it's going to really come and be... You're going to win a race from the positions of 12th and 15th or not because you've got to be able to pass these guys as quick as you can the DRS has been sort of slightly adjusted from last so hopefully that's going to be something that will be not a breeze um, passing uh, the other cars you're going to have to actually work at it so that would be interesting to see how that works uh, then Yuki Sonoda after Max Alex Albon 17th um, probably a bit disappointed for Williams. Logan Sargent right at the back, unfortunately. But um, you never know in the race. A little bit of luck sometimes comes your way for Alex. And you never know what might happen. It was good to see, obviously, in Bahrain get those uh, that point. Um, but I think overall it's looking really interesting just because of the few drivers 
out of position. Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen being the two I'm really talking about. So um, from that point of view, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens tomorrow because I think overall we've got a great race coming our way because I think it's going to be a real battle royal at the front, probably on that first lap. But it's also going to be pretty much of a battle, battle royal with Charles and Max coming through the pack. So, so there's my quick update episode uh and as normal keep an eye out for billy's post uh race update tomorrow and we'll be back with you with our main episode on tuesday and i have to say enjoy the race because i know i am speak to you soon bye